This is episode one of our podcast mm-hmm. called I'm Not a Good Friend. I'm Not a Good Friend. Because I'm not a good friend. <laughs> <laughs> Neither am I. So let us introduce ourselves. My name is Taisha. I'm Priscilla. And um, we are terrible friends to everyone else. But not to each other. Sadly, but not. I don't know. It just... That's what we've been told. Mm-hmm. So this is our discussion of that. Um, how we've been advised by friends throughout our lives or other relationships that were just not good friends. Mm-hmm. Lost relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, things died out. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, we have had a good friendship, even though we've been told by other people. That, that were, were bad friends. Bad <laughs> <laughs> so we'll open this up to other discussions about either ourselves or other people. But I think maybe we should start by just saying, giving a little context to what identifies us as terrible friends. Yes, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So I'm going to go first, my friend. Okay. <laughs> I guess I have a couple really recent examples, too, no. which is not the greatest, I guess. But um, I remember a specific example where I I had what I considered was a really good friend. Mm-hmm. And I met her through work. And we worked together for a couple of years. At that time, we were still living in the same vicinity but also you're living in the same state. Mm. Um, But I left the job that I was at, still kept communication, still hung out. Uh, But once I left the state that I was in, I obviously had other things going on, moving, having a new job, being in a different state, meeting new people, new relationships, and our communication dwindled off Mm -hmm. i would still try to check in or whenever she messaged me i would i would reply Mm. all the time but i'm not the best at reaching out first but i didn't think it was an issue because that's how i've always been got it when even we were in constant communication or we hung out all the time i was never really the first person to reach out but i would always respond Mm -hmm. and i always whenever we met up that um it was as, as if we never stopped hanging out. Yeah. You know, things would just pick up just like that. But I got a message out of the blue the other day. Well, not the other day. It was a while ago now. But <laughs> it was her saying that uh, she was mad at me mm. because she felt like I didn't value the friendship anymore because I didn't make enough of an effort. I felt bad. I had no idea that she even felt that way. Yeah. This was the first time she brought it up. I was like, oh my gosh, well, this is no reflection on how I feel about our friendship. I do value your friendship, and if that's what you need, I'll I'll try to make an effort. I'll try harder. So I tried to reach out, <clears throat> and you know how things go. <laughs> you try, and you yeah. make an effort, and I was trying to talk every week, and then every month, and then every few months, and then I just stopped. stopped. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then we haven't talked since. And now I'm just embarrassed. 
<laughs> like, if I reach out, is she going to respond? Or is this her confirmation of knowing that I no longer value the friendship? I do value her friendship. And I want what's best for her. But if she feels like me not reaching out is not... I don't know. I guess she doesn't want to keep the friendship after that. Okay. Yeah. And I guess have, I have to accept that. Mm-hmm. Because I can't do what she wants me to do. Right. So I guess that's just why I'm a bad friend. <sighs> but I've had some friendships for, God, upwards of 15 years mm. with the same people. Mm-hmm. And my communication is the same. same. Yeah. It's not like I communicate with more people than others. Mm-hmm. I'm with my mom, <laughs> with my sister, um, with my friends, with my husband. Those people know that this is the way I, I communicate. Yeah. My best friends, we have to be in a group chat because I will read all their messages and respond, but they're the ones constantly talking. I just chime, chime in, in like, hey, I'm still alive. What's up? Uh, 30 days Love you later. guys. <laughs> Three to five business days later, oh yeah, great conversation. Or like I'll update that on my life news and then we'll talk for like an hour and then we don't talk for another, I don't know, a couple weeks. Mm. But I love them. They're my best friends. If I was going to have a wedding, which I did not, yeah. um, <laughs> I went to the courthouse, then they would be there. Yeah, I was in one of their weddings. Like they're my closest friends, but they know that I will not talk to them every day, let alone every week. Yeah. Maybe once a month. <laughs> that's okay. But that's why I'm a bad friend. Mm. Apparently. Or one of the reasons. One of the most recent scenarios that I can think of. I feel like the same happens for me. I grew up with most of my friends being guys. Mm-hmm. I was the little girl boy in the oh, group. Boy. Right? <laughs> girl boy girl boy because i was a girl but i identified as a ruffian yeah with them and i communicated kind of like the boys did they talked every so often they didn't have like any deep or profound conversations and they were all still friends even if they didn't communicate with each other for like six months right so i felt like that was normal and then as I got older and I was building friendships with girls, I realized, ah, oh my gosh, it's so much work. Like you have to think about their feelings and <laughs> you have to think about, uh, you know, their day to day lives, you know, their boyfriends, their girlfriends, like whatever their stuff is. And you have to like get invested. And I was like, this is a lot my own situation seems like a lot for me to take that on to take your stuff on too maybe I'm too lazy for it because I just I can't I don't know I I don't have the brain capacity for it and then that's made me a terrible friend like I feel like a, a majority of like my good relationships were with 
coworkers because yeah. you're there with them every day. You see them all the time. You have like these deep and profound, you know, whatever. And like on the weekends, it was like, okay, we're going to meet up again. Even though, I mean, you think you'd be sick of a person <laughs> five days a week. You see them eight hours a day. You see them more than your family. But like it would be cool to be able to do certain things that you can't do at work. Mm-hmm. And some stuff that you do at work that you're not actually supposed to do at work, but you still do at work. <laughs> That kind of stuff. Yeah. But, you know, you you kind of had these relationships. And then when you moved on and you did another job and now your hours aren't the same. And I live in the same damn city, but I'm not driving all the way over there to see you anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, or something else intrigues me. You get into a relationship. Or you get close with your new coworker. Right. But now it doesn't it's, mean, I feel like. It doesn't. And I've tried, like, in the past maybe two or three years... No, it's longer than that. From like my previous job I was telling you about at the law firm, Mm -hmm. I had who I thought were really cool people and I tried to keep up with them. But because of circumstances, we no longer talk to each other. And I was like, this was my chance to like make it up and be a better person and communicate. And that got thrown to the side. And now here I am trying to build better and stronger relationships but only with people that understand how I am I think that was the learning part of it for me of like knowing who I am and that I I need people who understand that I have other priorities Mm -hmm. and not to say that like my friendship isn't a priority but it has to like there's there's levels to it you have a life I I have a whole family like I have a whole husband a whole three Three kids kids. like those kids take up a majority of my brain cells and then I still have to think about siblings in the area yeah parents absolutely work you have church you have other activities that you're doing um for your own Mm self-care things that you want to do and hobbies that you want to enjoy yeah you can enjoy some of those things with friends but sometimes they're not the center they're not the center of your life no and i feel like your true friends are gonna know that you have things going on yeah but some people can't get past that and that's what makes me a terrible friend yes Yes. at this point that's what it is because it's i don't know i've we've had to think about it a lot i think recently because um jonathan my husband posed a good question the other day when you were here he said Okay, so let's say Priscilla gets a new job. Mm-hmm. Are you guys still going to hang out yeah. and talk as much as you do? We were like, yeah. Yeah. Of, She's of course. My yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we And then I think we sat with it for a while, and we both were like, are we? Are we? Because I'm thinking about employee, friendships employee, yeah. coworker. <laughs> Friendships, friendships in the past and almost all of my adult friendships have been made from work because that's all we do i don't have any other specific hobbies like i get if you have you go biking mm-hmm. bike now you riding, have bike friends yeah you meet up with your bike friends or um i don't know you go crocheting and you have a crochet community I we gotta know. do that <laughs> we should start crocheting <laughs> make more friends yeah that we can't keep up with. But They're like, go ahead. oh, we go out to the bar. We met there. That's not reality. Nobody does that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I've always met my adult friends through work. Mm-hmm. I think maybe at least one, maybe two good friends 
that I hang out with outside of work that I've made at each job that I've been at but you know I've never I've never held a job not held a job I haven't been fired but I just move on right yeah I've never stayed at a job for longer than I have this one this is the longest standing job that I've ever had sheesh other than when I was in high school and I had the same seasonal part-time job for like eight years yeah but I mean my adult jobs Mm -hmm. three years is the longest longest. so think about every two years i've had a new friend but also lost Mm -hmm. lost Mm -hmm. i guess solid communication with the friend yeah so the the girls that i met in ohio after i moved out of the state of ohio i haven't one of them was a flight attendant so i was able to see her yeah she's traveling all the time yeah but did i fly to ohio no no what so reason? was I not trying? Was I not putting in effort? There, okay, we have to we have to identify what crosses the line between like a friendship a and a relationship, friend. like because a friendship you, is a relationship. I would imagine in your life you've had a a long distance relationship at one point in time, and. I've had I've had one that was in high school that was deep like my mom was invested okay she would like if you're short on your plane ticket my mom's helping me pay that ticket (laughs) okay but you would make effort to like I'm gonna travel you you're gonna travel to me like that's an investment because it's a relationship yeah right like but it's building on a hoping that it becomes from a boyfriend girlfriend relationship to like long term long term yeah when you're talking about a friendship you're telling me that a part of and you guys can tell us because i think we're on the same page of why am i investing money to constantly travel to you and you travel to me to see each other if I'm conveniently there, then I will make you. myself available to come see you. Absolutely. I've had, I have a friend up in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. She came down for vacation with one of her best friends for their birthday. Because yeah. they had like a birthday a week apart. Mm, that's cute. And I was like, oh, cute. I'm here. They're like, great. Come through. And I was like, sweet. Yeah. I, I, this is one of the friends that I've had for 15 years. Yeah. Did she come here see, to see me? Mm. No. But she was like, hey, I know you're there. Yeah. Um, I'm coming through. Yeah. And I said, absolutely. Even if you need to ride from the airport, I'll come get you. Yeah. Take you to your hotel or whatever. Yeah. Uh, It turned out that they were checking out and their flight was like hours apart from when they had to check out of the hotel. So I picked them up from their hotel upon checkout. We went and got brunch, mimosas, hung out. I drove them around with the suitcases in my trunk and then dropped them off at the hotel or at the airport. Yeah. (laughs) At the hotel. (laughs) And I got to see her, got to hang out with her, and it worked out for the both of us. Was it, did she only hit me up because she wanted somebody to show for her around? No. Nope. She wanted to hang out with me. Yeah. But it just worked out that way. Right. And I feel like if I called her and asked her about it, she'd be like, no, I, um, that's because you're a good person, you're a good friend. Mm. But somebody else, somebody who I've fallen off with, would be like, no, that's somebody using you. That's mm. that doesn't make them a good friend. That doesn't make you a good friend either. It's c- convenient. So this is all from yes, the but this is all no. from the <laughs> the perspective of how someone feels or identifies as what is considered a good or bad friend. Right. Because I think that what do you consider 
a good friend or a bad friend. That's so I, hard to... I always look at it from the perspective of, like, do you check in and make sure I'm alive? How often? Is, okay. Is often enough? Well, because we go through ghost stages, right? Yes. Everyone does in their lives. No don't don't clown about it like you have a group of friends even if you're like the friendliest person because my husband felix is the friendliest person makes friends he has everyone in his contact list he probably calls at least once a month okay (laughs) me no (laughs) okay so but like you have a ghost stage like in your life where there's a whole bunch of crap that's happening all at once and you can't call everybody you can't check up on everybody and so he's had a situation he's had situations like that like we've been going through some stuff or whatever and it's like also bear in mind felix technically is working like three jobs right now like he's a busy guy and he still has all these friendships still has all these friendships but that's him okay that's not me (laughs) and it's just understanding like what he does doesn't mean that that's what I have to do. And that was something that took him a long time to realize. Because he's like this social butterfly. Mm-hmm. He walks outside. He smiles. He he made like five friends when he went, walked to the freaking mailbox. Okay? Me, on the other hand, I'm like, I'm speed racing to my car to shut the door don't talk to me and i'm gonna go about my business like then we'll talk about the neighbors he's like yeah i met this person oh they wave at me every morning i was like i don't see anybody and even i do they don't wave at me he's like that's because you have a chronic bitch face all the time (laughs) well this is this it's a defense mechanism i don't don't want to be approached (laughs) i don't want people you grew up in the city you don't want people to approach you that's it like so I like we would go to we would go to these different events, um, especially when he had like that business. So we were always like in Virginia or North Carolina or like Maine, and it's like this is the highlight of my husband. He lights up. He's the darkest skin guy, but now all of a sudden he's like your color because he's so happy. He's like, there's millions of people for me to shake hands and talk to and have conversations. And the whole time I'm dying inside because I'm like, I don't want to talk to anybody. I really want to just go in the room and be by myself. Maybe it's social social anxiety. I'm realizing, my gosh, we're like diagnosing ourselves all year long. Yeah, we're, we're not doctors, but <laughs> self-diagnosing ourselves with all of these disorders. We do have social anxiety. We do have problems with, like, communicating with people because we need time to isolate ourselves and gain our thoughts and try to figure a, out. A reset period, too, right. after um, socializing. What is that thing? They say overstimulated. Yes, I get overstimulated all the time. I don't know how you do it with three kids because sometimes I get home, the dog wants to like love on me. I'm like, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Well, okay, we tried to the find music different. Too loud. <laughs> Turn, off the Turn it down. So most times when I'm driving to and from work, it's probably in silence. Mm-hmm. So after I drop off one kid and I've explain this to my husband please do not call me do not text me leave me alone because this is my time to like be in silence right because when i get to work it's a very quiet environment however i'm with my friend so Mm -hmm. i'm gonna talk to you and Mm -hmm. bother you and (laughs) you know whatever but those are my time the little quiet times that i have to like you know 
what decompress. Yes. That's the right word. Yes. And then sometimes, depending on if my husband's coming to bother me, it's after I put the kids to sleep. Now I have about 20 to 30 minutes before I pass out <laughs> to just be in my own world, watch a movie, yeah. sit it, sit by myself. TikTok I've been reading some books, reading thousand percent TikTok scrolling. Yeah. But those are my little opportunities to do it. And that's only in this last like six months I've been able to actually find the time to do so before I almost drove myself over a cliff because it was bad. So, would you say that those are the only periods that you believe you have in a day if you are going to, to call a friend? Yes. So, basically, those people that are asking us to stay in constant communication are asking you to give up those quiet times. Give up that time to decompress. Absolutely. Because that's the only time that you have to give, and they want you to give that to them. Right. And if you don't, you're a bad friend. That's right. (sighs) (laughs) Ah. Yeah. I, I would be curious to see what... Well, I, I would be curious to see those bad fr- the people who call you a bad friend, what they would think and how they feel. I know I can think of another example, but what would your good friend say? Why would they say that you're a, a good friend? If you are not in constant communication... The, good, the people that call me good friends mm-hmm. are the people that are kind of like me where they don't need that constant check-in. Mm. So they're like, you're a good friend because you think of me. And again, I'm really good with sending a text message to find out if you're doing okay. I don't need to be on the phone with you for 20 minutes. I'm bad at that. I'm not. like I'm No, but sometimes, you know, what I've, what I've been doing recently to try to be a better friend is if i think about you i'll text you that's what i've been trying to do like oh the the thought of you pops in my head i should reach out but the actual reaching out part yeah yeah. that's i still struggle with it yeah like i'm thinking of them oh i should text do i sometimes sometimes yeah I don't do it right out, right all the time. I feel like I have to do it immediately because mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll forget. Forget. <laughs> forget. I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, the job that I had before this job, mm-hmm. I did meet a friend there. And she's, I would say, similar in her communication pattern. And we had a conversation the other day about how... We think that, no, she said that she was happy that I was the way that I was because she knows that I won't resent her for not messaging back if she's not in a good place. Mm. Um, and that when we hang out again, I just won't be, keep thinking about, oh, oh, she never messages me back. Oh, she's fake. Oh, she's not texting me because she knows I'm the exact same way. Like, oh, no, I just fucking forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I I saw the text and I was like, yeah, I should respond. And then a week passes and I'm like, oh, God, I never responded. (laughs) This is terrible. But in the meantime, I think I've sent her a couple TikToks Mm. or or an Instagram reel video. That makes you a bad friend. 
Because yeah. you, I was you resort about something. to you resort to uh, TikTok messages over a hi. <laughs> Are you okay? Does that make me a bad friend? Absolutely. Does it? Because I'm thinking of you. To me, no. But to everyone else, yes. absolutely. Uh, Felix would define it as it's not a real relationship. Right. It's a social media friendship. If it was a social media friendship, that was what I would consider an acquaintance. Mm. Those are the people that I follow on Instagram because we met and we were okay friends, mm-hmm. but we weren't best friends. We weren't really good friends. Yeah. And I see their life on Instagram. They're posting pictures. I'm like, oh, they got married. <laughs> oh, ah. Their kids are growing. Hmm. If I see them in person, I'm going to be friendly with them, but I don't talk to those people. Got it. Those are social media friendships in my opinion those are people i follow and make sure their life's doing well and they haven't died and they do the same with me but do we text (laughs) each other or call never but if we see each other in in person we're like oh hey how are you (laughs) we should meet us sometime oh yeah and then we never do (laughs) i have a lot of those (laughs) (laughs) now i'm at the point of if you want to hang out with me and not that I'm a very important person, but dang it, I'm a very important person to my family, right? Right. Give Book me. a time, man. Give me a date. Give me a time. Tell me that you want to meet at this time and this date, right. and I'll make it work. It can't be a we should meet up sometime. It's a, hey, um, there's a baseball game Yeah. four weeks from now yeah. at 2 p.m. Mm. Um, I have a couple tickets. Do you want to go with me? Hell Yeah. It's, I could put it in my calendar right now. Boom. If, um, hey, there's nothing really going on, but uh, in a couple weekends, you know, my husband's out of town. <laughs> we have the house myself. I'm really bored. Can you come over? When is this happening for Rogue? <laughs> never. <laughs> well, you know he's never here. I know. <laughs> At least on Saturdays. But no, the, like, those are, those are those, uh, like, meeting me halfway. Like, knowing that, who I am, if you're accepting of who I am, meet me halfway. Understand who I am. I'm understanding of who you are. If my friendship consists of me being disclosing to you, like... I can't meet up and hang out on weekdays because I have a job and I have three kids. Yeah. And I need to put them to sleep every night. Yeah. We also go to church on this day and this day, mm-hmm. so these are not good for me. My best days are... Uh, Thursday nights, mm-hmm. maybe, mm-hmm. and Saturday all day, and Sunday after two. Mm-hmm. Can you make that work? Yeah. I don't see why not. But, you know, who am I? But then you have, okay, well, when I was younger, I had corporate job. Mm-hmm. Friends had jobs where they worked at a bar. Ah. They're working nights. Yeah. They're available during the day mm. on the weekdays. Because they work on the weekends because those are the busiest days at the bar. Mm -hmm. Right? So how do you make it work? How do you see each other? Who sacrifices what time? It is a sacrifice of time. It's a sacrifice of my time. And theirs. But if we don't meet up for three weeks or four weeks because our schedules are conflicting, do they not consider me a good friend anymore because we just haven't been able to make it work? I feel like that would be a two-part. Like, every, both people are... At fault. Yeah. But I wouldn't... I, I know they have a job. I have a job. It's not working out. Okay. I'll see them eventually. I think 
us being bad friends, we can understand everyone's situation because we're just like... But the people from the other point of view calling us bad friends are the ones who would never understand that. Yeah, because they're like, but I put myself out there and I like, you know... I asked asked to hang out. And you didn't make any effort. And it's like, dude... I make an effort and and not even try to survive every day for real but like okay let's put it let's let's get your perspective right because I I can always use the excuse the the best excuse of I have a husband I have three kids I'm busy as hell me you have a husband and a cat and a dog yes (laughs) that's it I don't have kids um but how how then I think here's here's where whoever it is who's trying to to be your friend is now a bad friend, right? To you, mm. who doesn't have children, but you do have priorities set in place, which is your mental well-being. Yes. So if that friend can't understand that you need time to like be, be by myself, by yourself, mm-hmm. isolate yourself, getting yourself mentally in a better place. Or that friend being like, you know what? Fuck everything else. I'm going to come hang out with you and we'll just sit in your house and fucking knit all day and let that just be the thing because that's what you need right now. Like, we don't need to go to an overpopulated bar. We don't need to go out to the club where Taisha's going to fall and bust her face on the floor. Like, we don't need to do any of that stuff. We need to just have a movie night. Yeah, that would be a good friend in my opinion. Because they are taking my situation into consideration when making those plans. Like, oh, I know some days are good for her, some days are bad. She told me today's not a good day that she doesn't want to go out, but that doesn't mean I can't see her. I'll ask if it's okay with her if I come over. And Mm -hmm. we do chill things. Right. Plus, we're two old ladies. So doing that, all that going out stuff. My lights are flickering. Oh, no isn't isn't for us it's like i'm struggling that's what you're like saying yeah does it make sense i feel like we're identifying that we're not the worst of friends we just have to i feel like we know that since we're similar Mm -hmm. we're good friends to each other Mm -hmm. i got a text from one of my childhood friends the other day we try to talk every few months mm-hmm. he's always like checking in of course because i'm really bad at checking checking in, in. <laughs> and um i told him what was going on in my head and it was about the friendship thing mm. it was after we had um jonathan brought up the conversation like are you guys gonna Getting stay friends it. after yeah. if you leave your current job and he said some friends are for seasons. Mm-hmm. Some friends are for reasons. Mm-hmm. Some friends are for life. <clears throat> and then it's okay to let some friendships go. If they're not... What's the word he used? I don't remember. But it was something along the effect of... Uh, if they're not valuable friendships. Or they don't bring value to your life anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever had, well, that's a lie. There's a couple of friends that I've broken it off with because they just were no good. They, yeah. were, they were toxic. Yep. Those are the only friendships that I could say that I've 
removed any value from the they were no longer friends other friends that just kind of dwindled and dissipated i would still consider them really good people i wish them the best and if they didn't want to communicate as much as we did before anymore or consider me their friend anymore that's okay mm. if that's what you need then that's what you need um now i'd have to say What do I say? One of my previous good friends. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I once had a good friend. She's not dead. She, we just don't <laughs> talk anymore. <laughs> yes, my previous good friend. My previous... Yeah. A previous good friend. A previous friend. Mm -hmm. Again, she's not dead. She, we just don't talk anymore. <laughs> Putting that out there. We're silly. Uh, do you think we work out together as friends? Because we just, we're so similar in we, our communication style. We are similar in our communication styles. Not we're also, we're very similar in like thought processes. Right. Um, you finish my sentences. <laughs> I don't have to say things out loud. My husband's very jealous about this. He's been working so hard for years to do that. <laughs> Um, I think we've also have similar traumatic backgrounds mm. that make us uniquely paired. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense to me. It does to me too, but I don't know about other people, but that's not their business. Anyways. Trauma bonding. Okay. So yeah. I don't know if it's the same thing because they were different traumas. They're different traumas. They happened at separate times. They are just similar they did, in how but they, they happened. <laughs> but also, like, how we... We're now, like, married, living normal lives mm -hmm. that we never thought that we were ever going to have because of our trauma. Yeah. And then we met, like, these amazing guys who were stupid enough to marry us. I tricked him. And now he's trapped. Trapped for life. <laughs> that we lost our self-worth and somehow are slowly gaining it back because of our relationships. Yeah. And... Do you still have any friendships from when you, in your previous life, went through that trauma? I mean, yes, I'm going to say obviously you do because you still have a relationship with your parents you still have a relationship with your siblings. To some extent. To an extent. <clears throat> so. No. Sadly. Um, I was dealing with a narcissist. So any of the friends that would be in those circles. Dissipated. Like they. I, w I lost a lot of. Even friendships that I really wanted to keep. That I actually worked very hard to try to keep. Yeah. I lost because of that um i actually had one last friend after the what tornado of that relationship that was a guy and we were on that he understood like if i don't check in that's completely fine it'll be like three months and i'm like hi Hey. How are you? I know I fell off the face of the earth, but I'm alive. Right. Miss you. How's it going? And then we go <laughs> like, like nothing a, happened. It's like a week long fest of catch up. Yeah. Like, 
what happened in your life. Let me tell you what happened in my life. This is what's going on now. And we were cool. And then we crossed the line. And then that ended the relationship. And it was... Well, ended it to that extent. It's so sad. And <laughs> ended it. That's the dog, by the way. <laughs> yeah, sorry. We might hear a meow or a whine. <clears throat> but it, it ended the relationship. I think, you know when it ended it? Like, for real, for real? It wasn't that. It was knowing that we were going to actually, like, be with someone else. As if he helped carry me to my relationship with my husband. Like, I'm going to get you to a safe place now that you're good and he's good. He's now married with kids, by the way. Mm. We were like, our friendship was a rescue mission. For a reason. Right. Friendship and now for it's, a reason. now you're the leaf that fell off the branch. Because he was a branch at one point. Mm-hmm. Then he became that little branch that like holds on to the leaf. And then it went to the leaf. And then the leaf went... <laughs> Medea said the same thing your friend just said Medea said the same thing she was like you know some people for a season some people for life it's a tree it's a tree of life you are the tree depending on where these people stand you're either going to be that supportive branch that almost never falls off right or a little twig right or the damn leaf flutters down falls away Huh. So that's it. That I I lost all of those friends, but I had that one friend that had to kind of like not lay his life down. That sounds so dramatic. But like <laughs> just that person to like carry you to the finish line and being like, "Now yeah. I know that you're good." It was support. Yeah. And I see you on Facebook all the time. Hi. Yeah. I know that you're living okay. Like One I know that you're social so- media friends. That's it. Now it's, that's what it is. Yeah. Like I check. Uh, I don't check up on you, but I see that you still exist. Exactly. Like oh, he's got kids. Look at them growing. So cute. Love them. Love that for them. Yeah. Nothing. No bad feelings at all whatsoever. Yeah. You just know that you're not at that point of communication and or friendship anymore. Right. <clears throat> but that's all I have. Everything else has been brand new. My one of the friendships that I had for many years, I wouldn't say up, maybe like over 10 years, close to 15. I was lucky that when I realized she was a narcissist, um, I cut off that friendship. Hmm. And then the friends that we had mutually she actually cut them out because they were still friends with me. So I didn't have to lose those friendships. So I lucked out to the point where at those friendships, those 15-year friendships, I still have them because she didn't take them with her, I guess. I guess if maybe it felt like I took them with me, but she was the one who cut them out in the first place. So. <laughs> I love it. Blame her. <laughs> I don't even remember... That's another thing. I don't know if this ever happened with you. Do you remember how you you got your friendships? How they started? Any of them? You mean outside of work? I guess. Yeah. Not really. I've never made a friend. Except for that friend that I was talking about. That was a weird situationship. Mm. It was his friend. 
his girlfriend was my friend originally Mm -hmm. and because they were in a relationship and she was like trying to do sneaky stuff around her parents like I would be like I'll come get you and you'll be at my you know what I mean like you'll be with me but you're not with me but I'm out she's at a sleepover in my house right 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 but she's not here her guy friend right (laughs) um and so our relationship kind of develops because her situation at home became tricky and then he would like reach out and be like is she okay blah 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 because mm. he can't communicate with her but okay. then we became friends okay that's the only one that i remember how it happened yeah everything else was just blurry yeah but a lot of my past is blurry yes i have <laughs> forgotten almost everything yes but if i ask my friends that all of them i think were extroverts mm. and they were like the extroverts that he adopted the introvert they're Got like it. hey we're friends now and i would be like oh, okay. okay i'm here for the I ride guess we're friends now <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> okay i think that happened with everybody though mm. co-worker friends too yeah i i kind of i was like you're my friend Immediately, I think we had a small bond over an anxiety attack I was having. It was an olive branch, I think. No, that's peace. Whatever the olive branch of trust would be. Yeah, I I extended a... A level of trust to me, and I took it and showed you that you could trust me. Mm -hmm. And And then then that was it. Yeah. Then all of a sudden... And it grew fast. Yeah. And organically, like, it's weird. And I can't explain it. And like I said, my husband's very jealous about it. Yeah, mine too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Right? Uh, I guess maybe just we have dark humor, sarcasm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's all trauma-ridden, but it's like, it makes us... Mental health issues. (laughs) Right? (laughs) But no, like legit, not trauma bonding because I feel like those aren't sustainable, right? Those are ones where you go through the same trauma though and then you're bonded from it, right? That's what I think the definition of it is. For real? I think so. Okay. Like we go through, we go and, I don't know, example, Mm -hmm. plane crashes. Oh. Mm -hmm. We're both in the plane, we both survive. Now Now we're we're trauma bonded. Ah. Nah. It's not like that because, yeah, we've both had traumas, but they were never at the same time with the same people. Yeah. We didn't even know each other at that time. So. True. I don't know. That's a small world. We probably met each other before. No. I when I was in Ohio? Being, maybe. No. In Virginia? No, no, no. I was, didn't really go outside in Ohio. It was I, cold. I don't go outside either. It was cold. <laughs> <laughs> we're house gremlins. We don't leave the house. Why would we ever go outside? It's so dangerous Why out would there. I, leave the place that has the most comfort and has all my things oh my gosh socks blankets couches tvs it has all my stuff oh i don't need anything out there no doordash is a thing for real that's been like the blessing of our lives but shipped instacart but also like our social demise (laughs) you have no reason to go outside now think of how many times you've gone to the grocery store or restaurant and met somebody you wanted to be friends with how many none that's what i'm saying absolutely so i haven't lost anything we were i was just talking to our other co-worker Mm. because she's 
in a situationship but mostly single and she was like yeah you know like I don't meet anybody and I was like but you don't go anywhere like the only way for you to meet someone is outside like the other day it was like you think Mr. Wright's gonna just knock on your door absolutely I hope so damn it (laughs) it's gotta be the Uber Eats guy I guess but then what is it we came out of our comfort zones to some extent and then we met our spouses I stopped just going only to work and went to church and then found my husband at a small group Mm mm-hmm and then you got out of your comfort zone and went on to dating site mm-hmm. and met up and have your relationship now with your husband. Right. So all of these were like going outside. You did have to go outside eventually. Yes. <laughs> but I feel like there's been people who have met their significant others. Well, I guess they eventually had to meet outside too. I was going to say online. Yeah, but, but you But like gaming. <laughs> They had, like, a long-term relationship you have, electronically. Oh, yes. Okay. But you have to know what they look like. Yeah. Right. Eventually. Someone has to make the outside visit. Nowadays, there's no reason not to. You have FaceTime. You have uh, cameras on your computer. But you know people out here still getting catfished by saying, Oh, my computer doesn't work. I, my phone I is a flip phone. It's a flip phone. <laughs> I don't have no FaceTime. I can't take a picture. No, I've never used a camera. What? What rock are you still living under? I don't know how it happens. But... Oh my gosh. But yeah, I just, I don't know. So. We're terrible friends yeah. to everyone else. But we actually are good friends because we try to make it make it work within our abilities. Yeah. I try to make it... I don't know. I try. I feel like I'm doing my best. But then there's those days, you know, when you feel guilt-ridden. Like, oh, I could do more. I could reach out. I could do better. I could really try. Um, do you... No. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Sometimes I make the call. It lasts five minutes. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I don't, and I just go into that guilt tunnel where you just dig yourself deeper and deeper, and then you just feel like a worse friend. Mm-hmm. Or you get called a bad friend, even though you thought about them. Mm-hmm. And you love them. You value them. They're on your mind all the time. You just can't bring yourself to actually do the thing Mm-hmm. so you know what we have to unpack next time mm. i just thought about it what dive into i'm a terrible like daughter-in-law oh god yeah i'm a terrible daughter <laughs> that too (laughs) that too i am definitely a terrible daughter if you ask my mom but next time on i'm not a good friend we dive into are you a child am i a good child are we still children i guess you're always your parents parents child child. Yeah. (laughs) yeah right Thanks, guys. Again, this is Priscilla. This is Taisha. And this is I'm a Terrible Friend. 
uh, meet up with us whenever we drop the next one. Bye. Bye.